What the hell? Been a while. It's been a while. Wow, wow, wow. Back on the airwaves, JP. Back on the airwaves. How long has it been, man? About a month. About a month. (laughs) And uh, that was a rough three days. And we'll get into it. But that was was a rough three days, my friend. Rough three days for your boy, uh, JB, here. Uh, three days. What are you talking about? Past three days. Thirty days. Rough thirty days. Thirty oh, days. Oh, dude, last you're month. already slurring your words, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, I think yeah. it, March Madness destroyed us, dude. March Madness. Uh, I mean, for all the listeners out there, we basically just disappeared into the depths of Boston for March Madness. A lot of casinos, a lot of bars. You know, it was uh, it was a four day bender, and I think that really just did us in, man. And then we just had to recover for a month. I thought we were good until things that happened until like the other gentleman that was with us, like vomited into a pint glass at the bar. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe we're not as mature and okay as I think we are. We we, we, we were okay, man. Some, some dudes just can't hang, bro. Not everybody makes it through March madness. Right. Yeah. You know, not everyone, not everyone can hang with Boston bruise bats. That's a fact. That's exactly. Gonna be back, man. Gonna be back. Gonna be back. Oh, man. Uh, lots to talk about, but what are you drinking? I got Woodford Reserve Double Oaked going. That is my bourbon of choice, man. It's my top selection when it comes to bourbon. I figured, hey, for the return, go with the fave, man. So that's what I'm doing. What do you got? I like it. I'm drinking beer tonight. I'm going uh, Hypothecary Else. Little, uh, mm. little brewery in the North Reading area. Um, nice. Nice one. Tonic. Tonic is the uh, crowl. I got a crowler and then I got two uh, 16 ounces on backup. So we're, I, I'm ready for this tonight. I'm ready. For this. Uh, hold on. Two questions. What is a crowler? That's number one. I've heard of a growler. What is a crowler? So a crowler is half a growler. So it is a can that holds 32 ounces of beer. I never fucking knew that. Wow. Yeah. So if you want, they do growlers there, but I don't think like, I think. You have to bring your own growler in, but they will give you a growler, and they pour draft beer in it. No different than a growler; it's just half of it, so it's it's thirty two ounces. Growler is great. That's functional, bro, because you're not going to slug a a growler of craft beer in a single sitting. You well, you will, but you don't want to, right? <laughs> You'll feel a, like a, shit. <laughs> a growler. That's that's great, man. And what is a uh, second question? Tonic. Talk to me, bro. I don't know what to visualize here. Give me what do you what do you what are you getting hints of? What are their notes of? You got to talk me through this. <sighs> You know, I'm just going to say a really good New England IPA and leave it at that. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's just right. it's one of those ones. I don't want to act like this is a treehouse and let's write a poem on what it tastes like. Like this is just it, it's just delicious. Just delicious beer. Delicious hey, there's beer. nothing wrong with delicious beer. There's nothing wrong with normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like normal. Yeah. Like their spokesperson's normal. But we, I digress. I digress. We're going to move okay. on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right recaps lot to recap oh lot, yeah lots yeah, yeah, lots yeah. to recap um and then we got a pay-per-view we got it's a, a banger that's a good yeah, one man i was uh, i've been listening to some podcasts this week on it i've been doing some research on the card there's, there's a lot of names on this card a lot of names yeah. um i will say only a few spots i like for rages so definitely a card i'm excited to watch but only a few spots uh betting wise for me i think yeah, the lines are tight, man. You don't see a whole lot of massive dogs and massive favorites on this card. I, I think there are going to be some really good fights on this card. Uh, similar to you, I probably won't be throwing a massive amount of money around on bets here, but 
Uh, it all depends on the flow of the night. I'm still getting used to the live betting, bro. That's dangerous shit, man. You know, I'm still I'm out of control with that. So it's tough to say. It is. It is. It is. It is. And uh, then we'll break down yesterday's stats. And I'm just just gonna brace brace the room for this. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. <laughs> April was a bloodbath. Okay. <laughs> April was a bloodbath for me. Um, and it was it was actually one weekend in particular that was very bad for me. Um, it might have been with an individual. I think we call him Hank on this show. Hank from Philly. Um, you're watching a certain UFC pay per view in a basement, and uh, drinks were had. Uh, there might have been a little marijuana involved, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just undisciplined firing bets from the hip. Oh, I, I I know what happened. I know how that night ended. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. It was okay. uh, it's a bad night. You can go into a little <laughs> bit more detail when they see, when people see the stats, but uh, just say you gotta have discipline. And April was not disciplined. Taught me a lesson, and uh, we're moving on. We're moving on. Hey, you're climbing out of the hole, bro. Look forward, climbing. not not behind. Climbing, I'm climbing. So we kind of got our first review here. Oh right? yeah. Look so watching punch list. Try to watch it every week. Because April is a shit show. I did not watch it all of April, but I did watch the last week. Just hop in, say hey to Dale. Unpronounced just goes, another great podcast in here right now. Goes under the radar. Just under the radar. Boston Bruce Bets. Yes, sir. He tells his listeners, if you would all do me the service of clicking it and subscribing on the channel, because they put out a great show. That is, his words, not mine, criminally underrated. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So hey, that's the I, title I got, of the episode. Uh, if you don't follow Punchlist, follow it. I got their Twitter up there. I got a little QR code. Scan that. Brings you right to the Twitter page. But a uh, huge fan of Dale. Um, I think Punchlist is one of the podcasts that like we were talking like, why are we not doing this? But um, yeah, great show. I mean, we, great show. we were, I mean, in, in many ways, we were inspired by Dale back in the day. And you know what's cool, dude, is it's like it's organic shit. Like the the concepts are the same from what Dale's been doing and what we started doing somewhat recently, man. It's like, hey, get together, shoot the shit, drink some beers, crack a few jokes, say some inappropriate shit, and bet on some fights. And yeah, we expand to football and other sports as well. But you know, it's it 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 is what it is. What you see, what you hear, it's what you get, you know. And Dale's a good dude, man. He's been killing it for a long time. So I, I did I did listen to the episode where this was said in only a way that Dale can say it. And uh, what can I say, man? We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep showing up. But I think most importantly, got to collab with Dale, man. It only makes sense, right? We do. We do. Um, <clears throat> only thing I'll say is I did, I did invite Dale uh, up here for CES that we're going to in a couple of weeks. Actually, next week. Um, and I did offer your vacant uh, downstairs. Units. Yeah, wait, am I am I hosting? What's going on with that? I, I hope so. Uh, he he said he was going to check the Spirit Airlines. Now I don't know if he is or not, but uh, think things were discussed, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, so you invited Dale to stay at my house. Yes. All right. Yes. Love it. Love it, dude. I hope he takes you up on that. Just let me. Yes. Can you let me know? No, I'm just, <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna literally show up your house with you. Dale, would and you're dude, gonna be like, you what would. the fuck, <laughs> dude? But that would that would be awesome as well. So either way, can't lose. <laughs> can't lose. Can't lose. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh boy. So uh what's, go- what's going on here? Digesting all this. Let's let's get the uh the negativity out of here. Um <laughs> the Boston Bruins are the <laughs> biggest letdown I have witnessed, if not the second biggest letdown I've ever what are witnessed. They com- in what do they compete with? 
What are 18 they and one. 18 and one Patriots season. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. I would say second, second worst. Yeah. So why I, I think this might be worse, Joey. The Patriots were in the Super Bowl. They were in that game. Yeah. They were competitive. The Boston Bruins got knocked out of the playoffs, losing two games wow. at home. Sorry, three games at home. Three, three games at home. And we're the best team. All right, all right, fair point. Yeah, fair point. At least the Pats made it to the ship that year, as they should have. Yes. Yeah. I don't, dude, I don't know what to tell you. You knew how I took this whole thing. All right. I watched the same games you did. And by the end of it, I had two routes to go to take plus money. I had two plus money bets I could make at the moment. Okay. One of them is. Oh, the bees are going to. All right. The Panthers were up in the last game and in game seven, Panthers were up three, two, right? You could make a plus money bet on the bees to win the game, right? That means they're going to tie it up and win. Or is the plus money bet Panthers by one and a half? They're going to win four, two. And I had to take the latter bet. It's not personal, JB. It's business. It's business. The Bees were not the better team in that series. And I don't know what happened, but it was obvious to me that somehow, some way, the Panthers were better. I didn't question it. I just knew what I was seeing. I had to make the bet. And I, I cashed out, brother. And look, I know you think I'm a traitor. I know. I know. But I got to do what I got to do. It's just business. There's a lot of words I want to call you right now that I won't say live in the air. I'll leave it at that. Uh you should probably watch that show, Band of Brothers. Maybe, maybe look at the destination of uh, loyalty, potentially. Yeah. You know, you know, go down, go down with the ship. Maybe it's just you know? business. Hey, hey, that's not no. You're running a business. You don't burn the business to the ground. You make difficult decisions in the heat of the moment, bro. I was on my couch eating chicken wings in the heat of the moment, and I made that live bet. You know, folks. I really hope that you know one day. Joey doesn't replace me with a plus money wager at some point. You know, you know? I look, I, I, friendship, I loyalty. You. I just don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a question. It. I, it was a, it's a question. decision that I, oh, you son of a bitch. That's a horrible <laughs> twist. That's a horrible twist to throw at me live in the air. You, you know, I think bitch. our motto was we were very similar to that episode, that scene in the town where he went up there and, you know, said he's got to hurt some people. And the guy just said, whose car are we taking? <laughs> are, are you going to respond with, well, who has plus money? <laughs> I, I don't know, Joey. A lot of questions oh, here. A lot of questions. Off, dude. Fuck off. I hate you. your yeah. defense because I have no response to it and I hate mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. All right. But in the I, I'll get that other negativity the other way. Like I said, April stock market crash. And I, you know, listen to Joe Biden. Biden it's good for the economy. It hurts nobody. <laughs> well, it does, folks. Just that that's a fucking lie to be abundantly clear to everyone that that's not true. Um, the economy's down. My uh, gambling account was significantly down. It was a, it was a it was an SVB like market crash. Um, and yeah, but you know what? April's behind us. We're in a new well, month. It was it was one of those moments. I I it, I was debated in having a conversation with you because I can see the results on Pickett. And I didn't know if now was the time to be a friend, mm. pull you aside, and and, mm. and have a conversation. I chose mm. not to, and I'm mm. glad I did because you're already climbing out of the hole. But man, it was bad bloodbath, as you said. I just didn't know if you if you didn't because again, I w- I would have been like down in the dumps. I don't know if there was like a plus money friend you wanted to go help out. Yeah, you son of a cunt! I hate you. <laughs> I hate you a lot. I hate you a whole lot. Let's move on. <laughs> Moving on. Ah, uh, Celtics, give me a little bit of life here. Yeah, gonna be completely transparent. Um, I want them to win. I'll watch them. 
it's the NBA. Uh, you, you can only get so up for the NBA, in my opinion. Um, again, would love to see Tatum win an NBA championship. Hope mm. Boston closes it out. Hope they knock out Philly. But this is not the same as a Stanley Cup. It's not the same as the Super Bowl. It's not even on the same wavelength for me. So, well, uh, see, JP, I don't know about that. Like from a, from a betting perspective, I would prefer to bet on the Celts or basketball in general. I would over hockey. Okay, over hockey. I think I mentioned this to you. It's like you can only bet on so much shit in a hockey game. You got the puck line. You got the totals. Maybe you take a stab on some first period stats. There's, there's a certain amount of things, right? But basketball, there's a lot of props, man. So the same game parlays can be interesting. You do points, combine points with assists and rebounds and double-doubles. Like, there's a lot, man. And from an entertainment perspective, that makes it fun for me. So I don't know, man. That's how I feel about NBA. Of course, this is the first season, and we've actually been able to bet legally in mass. And I got to say, man, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, so that's why I got the basketball at the crown on there, because I have followed your picket as well. And um, you have been profitable in the NBA. I, I don't I don't understand it. <laughs> I, I've known you for a very long time. You've never been a quote-unquote basketball person. Oh, never. Um, never. I introduced you to March Madness this year just to preface how much of a non-basketball person you are. But yet you're winning multiple same-game parlays in the NBA. So power to you, brother. Power to you. Hey, look, we all find our thing in this confusing life. You know, we all find our thing. And mine right now just happens to be NBA. So go Celts, man. You got the NBA, my friend. I got something a little bit more interesting for you. It's a lot more interesting. It's a lot more interesting. I know what you're doing over there. Uh, Your boy is picked up. Betting on tennis. I don't <laughs> tennis. Let that sink in for a second. No, you need to explain yourself here, man. Because when we talk about how bad your April was, the only thing that has pulled you up out of that so far is tennis. Strictly tennis. Strictly. I have no idea how you got into this shit. I'm so confused. And I can't even root along with you because you send me screenshots of your shit. I have no idea what it means. None of it. Not the players, not the bets, none of it. I can't relate to anything you're doing with it. Uh, understandable, understandable, um, questioned a DGen moment, right? Like when you're like, oh, you're betting on tennis. It's like, oh, buckle Oh, yeah. Um, so the backstory is again, I I had a pretty bad, a, uh, April, as I said, and I got a little email from DraftKings said, you know, exclusive, exclusive for JB, a free risk-free $500 bet live, live tennis bet so not not even anything like oh like oh, let's pre-game God. bet like a live tennis bet free 500 wager um i have no what i'm clue clue what i'm doing so i texted i'm gonna call him hank and philly again right and he's like i i got a tennis guy you got a tennis guy what do you mean you, you have a tennis guy <laughs> yeah no he's got a tennis guy he's got a tennis guy who's on twitter um i got him up here now it's uh at match point bets on twitter oh is that um, the guy QR code if you want to follow him. Oh, dude, guy's been on fire. Just straight up fire. Um, now, as bad as I have been, like, I take his picks and I even hedge them. So if he's saying someone's going to win, you know, by two sets, I just take them to win. If he's saying someone's going to win a set, I'm like, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll win a game. So I'm, I'm always still hedging it. But it has been very profitable. Very profitable for uh, your boy. I, and it, dude, uh, it's fun. Hold Hold on, hold on. Can you answer this? I, I have two things to say. One, what time is tennis even on? Is this like during the week, during the day, or like mornings? Yeah, yeah, bro. Is, is it? So, like, there was some tournament in Madrid 
that uh, started at like 6 a.m. was the first game, like 6 a.m. Boston time. Oh, so like it's it, it makes for like a really fun morning. Like, you know, there's been a couple of parlays you lose. And it's like, all right, the day. But like all of a sudden your 6 a.m. tennis match hits then you're then you're 9 a.m. tennis match. It's just like, all right. All right. We got we got something cooking here. You know, we're right. hitting five or six tennis parlays before lunch on a weekday. Bro. <laughs> Okay, Guess the enough. people going. Guess this, the this people is, going, dude. Come on. All right, this is related to my second question, directly related. You are setting off some red flags within the DraftKings organization, specifically in the marketing department. If you are on a mailing list that advertises a free live plus what maximum, I don't even know the details, but you see what I'm getting at, right? That that does not go to all of their customers. I promise you. So you, my friend are on some lists that I don't know if you should be proud about. I'm not sure. I'm not positive. But then again, maybe you should be proud as you have a tennis guy that's gotten you at least 20 units that I know about mm-hmm. in the last 24 hours. Yes. Yes. So um, should I be proud about it? I don't know. Am I proud about it? Fuck yes. Um, <laughs> when, when I when I, I like I, I'll send you the screenshot. I literally have texted it. It was like exclusive offer. $500 risk free live tennis betting. Dude, I the, had live to, like, one, the live thing it. is the best. So, like, I'm like now sitting here watching tennis at 7 a.m. in the morning and being like, yep, yep, oh, oh, yep, that, that's the guy. Okay, bet him live, live. And, uh, uh yep, yep. Built a bit of a bankroll and, uh, continue to build it. And I'm digging out of a hole. Uh, thank you, Match Point Bets. He doesn't let you tag him in things, doesn't let you comment. So, I really can't do much out here besides, uh, you know, Get him some more followers, tail him. It's free picks. He gives them away, and uh, it's been fun. And I continue. I'm going to continue this ride. I will tell you that. Why not, dude? Why not? Wow. Life is funny. Life is funny. I have a question. Will you join me on the tennis train? I need. Uh, I'm telling you what, man. We got to sit down over some beers and, and barbecue. The weather's getting nice. And you got to at least explain to me what the fuck. Like, when you're talking about sets and shit, <laughs> I'm not even positive I know what that means. A set is a... All right, look, I'm not, I don't want to talk about this right now. We, we we need to have some conversations, all right? And then maybe you get me in with your tennis guy. And I, I feel like that's got to be a desperation move for me. But I'm not against it. I'm not against it, all right? So at what level of units positive in tennis would I have to be for you to be like, I, I need to tell this? And you're not even let telling me. T- me you're let, telling let, someone let, else. That's easy. That's easy. Let me tell you something. If you climb out of the hole, and I know the <laughs> hole. I know, I know the hole that you're in. I think you might show it on a later slide. If you're able to climb out of that hole slowly based on col- uh, collaboration with you and your tennis guy, I'm in. I'm so in. All right? Hey, just don't miss that train, man. Don't miss that rocket ship climbing out of the <laughs> hole with tennis, bro. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, God. All right. Let's talk about something I actually think I know a little bit about, which is MMA. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great card, man. This is, this is shaping up to be quite a night. This is, this is a great card, and with everything, you are a little bit more Mr. International than me, so we will let you read off the fights here. Uh, what do we got? All right. Beauty. We're starting with the early prelims here. First up, Daniel Santos, minus 190, going against Johnny Munoz Jr. And this is So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off here. I'm literally – Santos got hurt. This fight got pulled. Oh, when was that? Literally like 30 seconds ago, apparently. Oh, shit. All right. 
Well, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a good start. All right, second fight. All right, Joseph Holmes coming in, dog money, plus 145 against the Brazilian Claudio Ribeiro at minus 170. I'm back and forth on this, man. I really am. I just don't. Uh, my my gut here tells me Claudio Ribeiro is going to take this. Um, he did get knocked the fuck out uh, in his last fight, in his first real fight in the UFC against the Beast and Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. But I I just don't I don't think his competition is that good in Joseph Holmes. He's fought better competition for sure, but I think Claudio got off to a rough start, and I think he's going to avenge that first loss. Now, you know, I was thinking, do you take a stab at Joseph Holmes? He's definitely the more experienced fighter. There's a chance that, you know, Claudio Ribeiro is not that guy. Um, but I'm going to roll the dice and, and say that he is. I'm just not going to bet it. This this fight just doesn't mean anything to me. I'm just going to sit back and watch it. I agree with you. Uh, you know, and my potential let's bet on every fight parlay, you know, 0.001 unit play. Uh, the pick is Claudio. But yeah. a couple things for you here. One, Joseph Holmes' nickname is the ugly man. Right. Kinda, That's great. I like that. And it makes me want to bet it. And, I like uh, that. Did you, <laughs> did you say that? Abdul was a beast because if you remember correctly, that's my boy. And I thought you were a little bit of a hater on him. No, 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 no. Look, I, I don't, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Look, 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 I don't hate the guy, right? If he's fighting ever against legitimate MMA talent, I'm probably going to hate you if you get hate on him. If you get overly excited, I'm guessing that's what happened. Because I, I don't, I don't hate him, man. He's uh, the guy's. A, he's a physical specimen, you know. It's just if you're gonna, you know, criticize somebody, he most likely was going against an MMA fighter, which I'm not sure he's considered as top tier. You know what I mean? I don't. He's a beast and he's awesome. But we'll uh, move on. Oh, your boy, your boy. Moving on. This is interesting here, JB. We got Zagla Zumagulov at plus one fifty five against the newcomer Rafael Estevam, who's you know. Look, contender series guy who had a pretty interesting fight, actually. He's pretty intense. Uh, and he got away he, he got away with the knockout, right? But here's the thing. Like, if you're just coming in brand new into the UFC, you have to be a stud, in my opinion, to beat the vet, the veteran in Zaglas. And and I feel dude, I feel for the guy, man. I really do. Cause like, you know, <laughs> his last two losses, both by split decision, the guys want how many Six fights in the UFC? Yeah, six fights, and he's lost five of them. Uh, not great, man. You got to think he's probably on his way out if he can't win this fight. You know, that's a shitload of losses, man. But he's tough, man. He's a great wrestler. He's been, he's a lot of cage time, man. He's been in there for a while. So when you throw a newcomer, like I said, at Zaglas, the guy better be damn good because Zaglas is sticking around, man. And uh, if you were going to get in a scramble with him, I trust the wrestling of Zaglas. I really do. So, look, as, as a veteran of the game, if you're going to give me that plus 155 dog money, why not take a stab on Zagas, man? He's due. He's overdue. And if uh, plus 155 isn't sexy enough, I'd be interested to see what he is at decision. But I don't know. I'll take the vet over the newbie. What do you think? I want to take him. I have taken him a lot, and yeah, I've not been profitable on it. Um to your point, I think I don't. 
he, he should win this fight. And if he doesn't, there's going to be some questions like, okay, time to get cut, like time to yeah. get cut and move on. Yeah. Um, he is a decision machine. Right. What I mean by that is he's not necessarily going to win the fight, but it's going to go to decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so fight to go the distance in this one. Yes. Is minus 165. Now I know that's a steep price, but I'm almost comfortable parlaying that with something else than taking Zagos, whatever his name is, straight up. Um, definitely like a lotto yeah, yeah. ticket play, but I think that like smart play would be take this to go the distance. I'll tell you what, it's not that steep, man. Minus 160 to go the distance? No. no. Uh, that sounds all right to me. It does. Um, I just, yeah. Look, we'll see, man. I think the money's coming in on Raphael. The newcomer, I think, on DraftKings, Zagalas is already a plus 160. Zagalas, by decision, is only plus 225, I believe. So I think money line might be the play, and I'm probably going to take one more stab on Zuma Gulov, man. I'm probably going to do it straight out money line. All right. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Just I've done it so many times. It's a little scary you. for me. I hear you, man. I hear you. All right, speaking of scary, we got the Dagestani wrestler, the young buck in minus 190, Ikram Aliskara versus Phil Hawes. This is interesting, man. This is actually a super interesting fight. Now, I don't usually like betting against Dagestani fighters. I just don't. It seems dumb. Almost every time it seems dumb. But this is a situation where I'm thinking about it, man. I'm thinking about it. Phil Hawes... He's a dude's an athlete, man. Dude's an athlete. He's got some power. He's got some power behind him. I think he's at that point in his career at 34 where it's like now or never. It's like he's he's the best he's going to be, and it's only going to get worse from here. So I think we're going to probably see what may be the best of Phil Haas, and I think that's what we've been seeing lately, man, for the most part. I mean, I know he got knocked out by Dulize, but Dulize's legit. I just think Phil Haas is um, he's good, man. I think he's good. Um, so, okay. If you take a look at Ikram, he's mostly unproven 30 years old. So, you know, he's younger 13 and one, uh, but he's a contender series guy. So no real experience in the UFC. Phil Hawes has real experience in the UFC, man. So it's another one of those things. I think, uh, Phil Hawes at plus 160 is attractive. It's attractive to me. Dare you take a stab at KO? Right, because the one loss that Ikram has is by KO, and Phil Hawes definitely has the power for it. Ikram probably is going to make it a few, if not several, many, who knows, mistakes. Um, and I'm looking at Phil Hawes here, man. Looking at him in that money line spot. Get ballsy. Look at KO if it's plus three hundred or more. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. What are you, what are you thinking? Uh, so I'm I'm big on Phil Haas. Uh, some would say he yeah. may, may be my boy. Um, All, right. All right. So I like him. Uh, the KO by KO or decision is plus 185. So you get okay. your extra, you know, 0.25 yeah. juice on that, which isn't bad because I don't think he's going to sub this guy, right? No, not a chance. Um, no. Now to your point on the KO, Phil Haas by KO plus 300. So exactly what you called, right? That is tasty. Right. Um, I think if you're going to take it, you take it straight up. You don't get cute. You don't parlay that. And then yeah. if you're going to parlay it, you parlay the KO by decision. I think you do want that extra, you know, 0.25 there to kind Absolutely. of juice it up because he ain't going to sub this guy. No, um, I like that, JB. That's a good spot, actually. By KO decision. at Would you say plus 185? Yeah. And like uh, fight does not go the distance. Or sorry, fight to go the distance. No is minus 300. Um, 
I do think mm. that's a very safe play. So again, if you're looking for some safe plays, some pretty, but you know, minus 300 is pretty juiced. I think it's a pretty safe play. I don't think this goes to decision. Yeah. All right. Good call. Good call. All right. We're both on Haas. Next up, one eight hundred gamblers, dude. This is a this is a problematic fight to get involved in from my standpoint. But why? I why? got this. Why? Got, oh, okay. I can't wait for your take. You know what? <laughs> why don't can you kick things off? Because I'm so interested. I know, I know, Parker Porter is your boy, bro. I know this. But please, what what do you think about this fight? It's Parker Porter. You bet Parker Porter, <laughs> and you bet Parker Porter because he's fighting. And again, I say this with this guy would absolutely fucking destroy me if I walked across the street the wrong way against him. He's fighting someone who's five and one. Okay. Oh, this wait, wait, is, what's his nickname? His, how about his nickname? Braxton Smith, the beautiful monster. <laughs> the beautiful <laughs> monster. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Did you say five one? No. Five and one. Five and Okay, one. Jesus. I thought you meant it. All by KO. So five <laughs> finishes by KO, one loss by KO. Um but yeah. he's fighting out of somewhere called Peak Fighting. Um, uh, peak P, yeah, PF, right? Uh, yes, yes. Um, I don't know anything about that. I mean, Parker Porter's a vet. So it goes back to Parker Porter is not top-tier UFC fighter, but he is a UFC fighter. He um, is. Yeah, yeah. Now, he did lose to Justin Taffa. That was disappointing. A, disappointing. Disappointing, man. Disappointing. It really was. Um, he beat Chase Sherman, and I don't think Chase Sherman is good, but yet people like him in the UFC. Oh, he's all right. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right in the weight class. He's not great. He's, he's all right. So, again, I like Parker Porter here. Given that this guy's chin is suspect, I think you like Parker Porter inside the distance by KO. Um, by KO is plus 140. You're taking him from minus 170 to plus 140. So your risk at that standpoint, right, is – these two guys get gassed and they just lean on each other and they don't do anything towards the end of the round. Parker Porter by KO or decision is minus 105. Again, yeah, still better than the minus 170. Is Parker Porter going to sub this guy? And if he does, uh... I congratulate the person who's got that Parker <laughs> Porter by sub. You know, I really do. Yeah, yeah. I oh, Okay, I mean, I don't disagree with you here. So Braxton Smith has about like, I mean, the dude is just a regional knockout guy. Like, who the fuck knows who he's actually fighting? I have no idea, dude. Uh, Parker Porter has been in that cage a lot, dude, a lot. So, look, if it makes it past the first round, it's Parker Porter all day. For me, maybe a live bet situation, but I don't know. I'm going to probably try to stay away from this. If I had a gun to my head, I'd say Parker Porter by KO, not because of his technique and raw power and his punch. None of that shit, man. Braxton Smith is going to become so exhausted by the second round. He's not going to be able to walk straight, and they're going to call the fight after he just can't protect himself and wants out. Uh, that's how I think this is going to go. But, like, I don't know, man. I feel like fucking Jiminy Crickets on my shoulder saying, stay the fuck away from this, you idiot. And uh, I'm going to listen to Jiminy, bro. I mean, fight does not go the distance is minus 700. Um, <laughs> just, just to <laughs> be clear on, on, on how they think this fight's going to go, Braxton Smith by KO in round one is plus 300. Uh, Parker Porter by KO in round one is plus 215. They think this thing is going yeah. round one. And and yep. I think that's true to that. Both these guys are coming out swinging. Braxton, in my opinion, has nothing to lose. If he knocks out Parker Porter, it's a name on his list. 
the UFC win. Good for him. Oh yeah, big. That's um, a that's a that's a be a huge win for him, man. Yeah, it would be. It would be. Ain't gonna happen though. Ain't yeah. gonna happen. So give me give me one sec. So if you check round props, right? Let's say fight to start round two. This is interesting. It's basically a, a coin flip. Yes, minus one ten. No, minus one twenty. I think no minus one twenty is interesting, man. But yeah, fuck it. I don't know, man. It depends how drunk I am, to be honest. I hope I stay away from it. Ooh, that is interesting. Fight to start round two. Yes and no. Minus one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's 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 what I would look at, man. That's what I would look at. But if you Cause, think. Because, dude, Braxton is not making it five minutes. He's got like a minute to two minutes in him. That's what I think. That's what so I think. So your concern think. is you take Parker Porter by KO and Braxton catches them. And then you're like, well, shit, yeah, it was exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. the first round. Got it. Well, yeah, Braxton could easily catch him in the first. We know that, right? But Braxton could also gas out and not be able to keep up with Parker Porter in the first. Both of those things are possible. So minus 120 to not start the second. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Winning round, round one, minus 120 lines up exactly with that. I always not a bad price. Yeah, not a bad I like price. it. I like it. That's uh, that's potential there, my friend. That All is right. potential. All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Next, we got Marina Rodriguez. Minus 140 favorite going against Virna Googly, Jandy Roba. And um, her nickname's not actually Googly. That's that's the one we gave her. But look, um, <laughs> I, I I feel I feel good about Marina Rodriguez here. Why? I do. Why? Why? Because I like her as a fighter. I do. I know she's towards the end of her career. I know, but I like what I see from her. I've consistently liked what I've seen on the feet anyway. Um, look, I, I think she's good, man. I think she's good. Verna, I'm not convinced that she's good. I'm not. Uh, I understand that she's a better grappler here. She's better on the on the mat, no doubt about it, right? Marina has nothing to offer, really, on her back, nothing. Um, but I don't think Verna is like this elite uh, jujitsu practitioner. I, I just, I'm not sold on that yet. Like, if you want to talk about elite, female jiu-jitsu practitioners okay talk about Mackenzie dern marina beater okay how about amanda ribas okay marina okay beater. just just let's take a step back there that was an off night for Mackenzie dern everyone can admit that was an off night for dern well, dude, well i mean look a win is a win bro all right look and yeah you're talking about two girls now in Mackenzie dern and ribas that verna's lost to and i just don't think verna is a better fighter if she has a chance i guess it's gonna be on the ground but I don't know. At the end of the day, man, I, I can understand how people would be tempted given Marina's struggles on the mat. I can understand that. But it, for me, it's like at the end of the day, I got to go with the better fighter. I got to go with the better fighter who I think is Marina in the spot. So I like her. Um, do I think there's a knockout possibility for Marina? I think it's possible, but I'm not going to take that. If anything, I I might parlay this, JB. I, I feel that good about it, man. I might parlay this motherfucker. What do you think? Uh, I think regardless of what I do, I'm going to put a sprinkle on Marina by KO at plus 1,200. No, that's not. That's not what. No, 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 no. Can't be. Go to DraftKings right now. No, oh, that's like round. No, no fuck no, you, dude. No, it's by KO. Um, okay, I'm there. I'm there. Winning method. Marina Rodriguez by KO plus four fifty. What the no, fuck? No, I you said for re- sorry. Oh, Verna by KO. You son of a bitch. Go for Verna it. Verna by KO. Go, go for it, dude. See how that works out. Plus twelve hundred. It's a sprinkle. It's a sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had some pretty reliable sources say take Verna uh, by KO in round one. 
Um, but but can you can you at least like go for an explanation there? Googly eyes. Marina is slick on her feet, bro. Googly eyes. Yeah, well, I know she has googly eyes, but how does that justify a round one KO? It doesn't. It doesn't. It does in my book. It doesn't to anyone else. Um, All right. I didn't know if there was a take to be had there. I don't know. I don't like just... Marina Rodriguez because she did make Mackenzie Dern look very bad. And I think Mackenzie Dern is going to have a hard time recovering from that. Was that yeah. Mackenzie Dern's last fight? Uh I, I I don't I don't think so. If it is, this means she's found another way to make money off of her looks. Um, no, which, she's fought you know, since which... then. No, she's fought since then. You're right. You're right. Okay. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. Oh yeah. Oh, 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 oh yeah, I forgot about that. Hold on. Wait, calm uh, down was, a little bit. Mackenzie Dern versus her... your girl Angela Hill the week oh, after son this of a one. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm taking googly eyes. I don't feel great about it. It's more so woman's underdog. It could happen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. 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 All right. Next up, we got Chaos, the Ox Fighter. Love it. Williams, biggest favorite on the card, I think, JB, at minus 320 going against Rolando Badoya, who I think is from Peru, isn't he? Yeah, he's from Lima, Peru. Um, I think the line's about right. I do. Um, I think Chaos is... uh, I'm pretty sold on chaos, to be honest, man. The dude is, he's not just like an, uh, you know, like a bumbling idiot that just looks super badass and throws haymakers and he catches some people and maybe he gasses out after a round. You know, not one of those guys, man. He's not. Um, I've, I've enjoyed watching the dude and I think he's coming into the prime of his career. So dude is tough as shit. Super, super powerful um yeah he's had a little bit of time off uh but uh you know i just don't as far as Batoya goes young buck for sure 26 years old but uh maybe he is the second coming of christ that is possible but i'm gonna say he's not and he hasn't fought in the ufc all right and by dude can you imagine making your ufc debut against chaos williams i mean that's gotta be scary as shit dude and for that reason alone I'm looking to parlay Chaos Williams with a couple people we haven't talked about yet. But, yeah, Chaos Williams all day. Chaos Williams, take him straight up. I think he could get the finish, but, again, I'm yep. going to parlay him. I've gotten too cute with parlays. Just take Chaos Williams minus 320. Mm-hmm. My only concern with Chaos is that Randy Brown split decision loss. Am I remembering? Was there was there some question? I mean, obviously, split decision, you can always argue this question. I, I, I feel like Chaos Williams won that. That was it. Yeah, that was a, that was a close fight, man. I remember. Right. But Randy Brown's Randy Brown's good, man. Randy Brown's he good. He is. He is. You know. Um, I just I have this thing when fighters lose close split decisions, it's hard for them to recover by. That's my only. That's my only concern about chaos. Um, but I don't. I think the yeah. it's a huge step up here, and Chaos Williams is going to put this guy back down. Um, I th- I think so, man. I'll put my money on that. Definitely. Don't get cute with the KO. Take him straight up. Um. All right, next up, we got Devin Clark at plus 155 against Kennedy and Jukwu. And this is going to be fun, man. This is going to be fun. I don't – I for some reason, I don't want to like Kennedy. For some reason. I don't know. I, I, I'm I kind of in denial that he is a legit mixed martial artist. I, I, don't know, I don't know why that is, man. He's got a lot of knockouts. His striking can look pretty ferocious. So – I'm just I'm just not fully sold on him, and I think I'm probably one fight away from being fully sold on him. So that's kind of where I'm at with this fight. It's like 
Devin Clark, um, he's kind of like just mediocre, man. Wins a couple, loses a couple. I mean, if you're losing to Eon Kudalaba, how good are you really? Um, you know, he beat William Knight. Great. William Knight. <laughs> we all know. Where is he fighting, JV? He's fighting soon, isn't he? Oh, he's fighting next Saturday and we'll be there. Oh, and he's fighting on the card on this. Oh, oh man. He's fighting at CES next Saturday, man. We'll Dude, be there front row. That's awesome, man. Dude, he's going to look like a monster in person, I bet. But anyway, dude, yeah. yeah, not UFC talent. I love him. Just not UFC caliber, okay? So a win there doesn't impress me. Azamat Mirzakhanov, the guy looks fucking dangerous. So getting knocked out by him. Can't blame Devin Clark, really. And then Dawoon Young, he won. So, like, I don't know what to make of this. JB, I truly don't. I want to take Devin Clark only because of the dog money combined with me not being fully sold on Kennedy quite yet. But that's not a good reason, man. It's not a great reason because Kennedy's winning fights and he's knocking dudes out. So I'm probably leaving this one alone, man. Do you get any takes? Uh, Kennedy, I think at the straight up just win the fight at minus 180 is a good parlay piece. I think that's also something you talk think about taking Kennedy with Chaos Williams um, mm. to help get the juice down. I'm trying to find real time here. What is Kennedy by KO plus 140? Eh, I Not good enough. That. Not good enough. So just take the minus 180 and make it a parlay piece, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. Oh, can't wait for this one. Minus 210. Drew Doba versus the steamroller, Matt Frivola. Uh, This is going to be a good fight, man. This is going to be a banger. I mean, what Drew Doba fight isn't a banger? What a tear. He has been on this guy. And when you look at his record, what is he? Yeah, 26 and 11, right? 11 losses. Anybody with that record, you're approaching like Jorge Masvidal territory. It's like, I do with that many losses. How can you take them seriously? But I mean, Drew Dober has found his stride, man, in my opinion. It's destroying Terrence McKinney in the first round, derailing that hype train. Rafael Alves, when he knocked him out, man, with the body shot, that was impressive. And Alves is supposed to be this up-and-coming monster. Drew Dober shut his ass down. And then we all know about Bobby Green, dude, and the tear that Green was on. And Dober says, nope, I'm just going to knock you the fuck out as well. So, dude is on a tear. Now, Favola's pretty damn good, man. And I think the, the issue there is Favola's – he's the full package, dude. The, the guy knows how to fight. Like, he can wrestle. He can – he can do a lot, man. The dude's a threat. Um, Dober has struggled against wrestlers. But, yeah, if you look at the wrestlers like fucking Islam and Dariush, like he's – Drew Dober has fought really, really good competition. Um, I got to roll with Drew here. I can't stop uh, betting on Drew at this point, man. Just the momentum and the tear that this guy is on. He is tough as shit. It's going to take a lot to put this guy away, Drew Dober. And at the same time, he has no problem putting other people away, as we've seen, Matt Frivola included. So, look, I um, this is going to be, uh, for me, a parlay. So, Drew Dober straight up at minus 210. I don't want to get cute and look at KO, even though it's very possible. But um, I'd be looking to parlay Drew. Um, I just got to find the final leg here. I don't know. Are you on the Dober side or are you uh, Frivola? I'm on the Drew, Drew Dober side with the also this is going to be a very exciting fight. Um, yeah. So I'm on Dober. Him by KO is minus only minus 110. So I'm just going to take him take that. minus 210. Um, 
I think Drew Dober straight up at minus 210 is value. I think Drew Dober parlayed with Kennedy and Chaos Williams is a nice little parlay to yeah. get right yeah. there. And the, the kind of a, the end of the prelim card where you're not betting on, you know, what I'll call barely MMA talent. You got real MMA fighters there. But, you know, mm-hmm. they the favorites are favorites for a reason on that side of the card. You know what I mean? So yep, for sure. um, I like Drew Dober, Kennedy, Chaos, Parlay. I want to take the fight does not go the distance, but that's at minus 280. Um, so parlay piece with a lot of stuff. Again, I think we talked about potentially taking um, the Phil Hawes fight not to go the distance, maybe the Parker mm-hmm. Porter fight to not go the distance. So it's yeah. a potentially, you know, fight not go the distance parlay. It's just Drew Dober is going to win by KO or Matt Favola is going to win by sub. I really don't think he's going to the card, but I don't want to take Drew Dober by KO and then lose when he wins somehow by decision. Right. Yeah. 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 I hear you. But the, these are two tough motherfuckers, man. So it's not guaranteed to end inside, you know? It's not, it's not. All right. Good fight, though. Good Keep fight. We're going to the main card. And I think your favorite fighter is up next. Oh, you must mean Charles Air Jordan, the pride of Canada. The pride. At this point, the pride of Canada is Jillian Roberts. I, I, I honestly, she's killing it. She's tearing it up. She's a personality. She's a star. She gets finishes, submissions, tearing through the division. I, I you know, Charles Jourdain, um, nope, nope, not sold. I'm still not sold, man. I'm still not. Um, I think he had his time. He had his time to make his run. Uh, at the end of the day, you're just not complete enough. You're not complete enough as a fighter. And I think if you're going to be making mistakes and throwing spinny shit and doing all the bullshit that he's known to do, crowd loves it. Fans love it. You know who also loves it? Kron Gracie, bro. You make one mistake with him and you're fucking done. And I think he's going to make several mistakes. I really do. I think he's going to pull some bullshit, Charles Jordan, on his feet as he normally does. And I think Gracie's going to capitalize, man. I think he's going to get choked out. I, I and, and like a true Gracie would do when their opponent does stupid bullshit. That's what I see happening here, JB. And you know, I look at the line. I I think it's about right. I think it's about right because Cron um, Gracie's. I think it's been a while since he fought, right? Oh yeah, he got uh, he got beat up by Cub Swanson. This was back in 2019. So that's a lot of time off. You know what I mean? Uh, but still, look. Charles Jordan, um, is there is there a chance that Jordan catches him and takes him out? Yeah, there is. There's always a chance of that shit when you do stupid spinny shit and are a striker with a style like his, right? But at the end of the day, I don't like him. I don't like the uh, quality of Canadian fighters that are being rolled out to the UFC nowadays. Therefore, I will continue to fade Charles Jordan. Give me Kron Gracie. Give me Kron Gracie by sub. I don't know what the odds are for that. Kron Kron Gracie by sub is plus 240. Yep. Um, so I think it's a stab piece. I think if you were going to, you know, do a large unit play, you're going to take want to take the plus 150 because there's a chance he doesn't get the neck, doesn't get the arm, control time the entire fight. And this is just Kron, you know, Gracie controlling him on the ground. Um, maybe. Yeah. So maybe. the decision play is, is live here, in my opinion. Um, only concerns I have, I agree with everything you said. Concerns, Gracie's time off. That's a long time off. Um, and Charles Jordan, I did not have any respect for. He did give me a little bit in that Shane Burgos fight. I was like, okay, 
Yeah, okay. that that was yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That was so, a good fight. It depends where it goes. If this goes to the ground, it's Gracie. He may just sit on top of him for three rounds and get the decision. He may grab an arm. He may grab a neck and choke him out. Jordan could put him to sleep. Um, so this is the lotto ticket parlay. You throw it in there. This is maybe a little sprinkle, but I would not get into serious action here. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, who we got next? All right, so... Mofsara Evelev, uh, minus 750, short notice opponent here. Diego Lopez coming in at plus 550. I was really excited to see Bryce Mitchell uh, fight Mofsara. I re- it really, really was. Um, I think when Bryce Mitchell came in at plus 200, it was plus 210 or something like that. And I was, I was ready to go with Thug Nasty, man. But uh, I think he hurt his back. I, I can't remember why he pulled out, but he did. And in comes Diego Lopez, which admittedly, JB, I know nothing about. Nothing about. He's a Fury FC guy, uh, first fight in the UFC. And I'll tell you, debuting against a guy like Evloev, like, holy shit, man. He, he This this guy's really good. This guy's really good. So I think the line is appropriate. Uh, I, you know, who knows, man? Are you ballsy enough to take a stab at Diego Lopez at plus 550? Like, I... I don't know. You have to have some reason to, because if you're trying to fade Evloev in this scenario, I don't understand that at all. Uh, so yeah, stay away. Line is ridiculous. Uh, I'm just going to watch. Yeah. Uh, I think the line makes sense. Um, I'm tempted to take Lopez just because of all the shit we saw last week with people winning fights that really had no business winning fights like Stephanie Edgar getting subbed. Yeah. So yeah. Um, there are a lot of, there are a lot of dogs barking last week. Um, to your point, this guy's only UFC is a Dana White contender series where he got subbed by Joe Anderson Brito. Um, sure. Sorry. Sorry. Decision, (laughs) decision loss. Um, so stay away, stay away. If you somehow, okay. To be clear, right. If I hit that Drew Dober chaos, Williams, um, Kennedy parlay, which that will be a couple unit play for play parlay for me. And I got some extra cash to spend around. Yeah. Roll a little on Diego inside the distance. Just say what the fuck. Oh, this little sprinkle God. piece. Dude. If, you're up, if you're up money, if you're up money, little little sprinkle piece, not going to read into your winnings. Just a little little auto ticket. No different than going oh. and getting a little Powerball ticket. You know? Fine. Mo- uh, dude, Mobsar is not Stephanie Egger. I'll tell you that right now, bro. I agree. I agree. Right. I don't disagree with you. Um, He's going to lose eventually, though. I, okay, so I I agree with the super general bullshit <laughs> statement like that. I agree, but come on, man. I just I, I gotta see what this Diego Lopez is inside the distance. I got all right. I fair enough. To, fair I enough, dude. This. If you hit that parlay, all the power to you, bro. You can't even all bet it. You can't even bet it. The only thing that you do is he's now down. He's now up to plus six hundred straight up money line. They don't have any inside the distance plays, any by finish plays, not even on the other side. They're just like, don't fucking bet yeah. this fight. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Next up, we get Jessica Andrade, favorite at minus 190 against Janan Yan at plus 160. I really want to take Yan here. I really do. Um, I think I'm done with Jessica Andrade. I think, I think that's why? not a strong statement. That's not why? a strong statement. But I think I'm done. Uh, here's why. 
she's been running shit for quite some time. And her style uh, in a female weight class is extremely aggressive and dangerous, no doubt. Um, I think what Erin Blanchfield did to her uh, got into her psyche. She's been – Jessica Andrade has been top shit for quite some time. And I think um, when you get this young fighter in Blanchfield that just makes work of you, I think that does something to the psyche. I do. Um I don't know. What, what are you trying to do if you're Jessica? What are you trying to do? Uh, you're trying to go through a tear in the weight class, right? Took out a Calvillo, fine, whatever. Amanda Lemos, impressive. It was like a standing arm triangle, if I remember that fight. Laura Murphy, not impressive. And then Aaron Blanchfield comes in, the young buck, and chokes her the fuck out. Now what are you doing? Your run has been derailed, Jessica. And you're 31 years old. You're not 25. You're not 26. You know, like, I don't know. And and Jan is, you know, she's also no spring chicken dude at 33. But I'm telling you, I think she's got more dog in her. I think she's got that hunger in her. I think she's ready to make a goddamn statement, man. I, I just, It's a feeling, JB. It's a feeling. I don't know. I just think she's going to be more crisp. I think she's going to have more technique. I think the wrestling, especially training with my boy, Uriah Faber at Alpha Male is going to check in. I, I just think that that last loss to Jessica Andrade did something to her. That's that's what I think. It's a theory. We'll see if it plays out. Um, from a betting perspective, I don't know if I have the balls to take uh, to bet against Jessica Andrade in this situation. Just because she's expected to win. The line says that, right? I don't think she will. So give me, give me a yawn pick. But I don't think I have the balls to bet her. I'm not that confident. Oh, I, you sound to be on the Andrade train. I'm not. Um, I really have nothing to add there. I I, I, am, I, right. I want to take Andrade, but I agree with everything you said. Jan has, I was going to push back on you when you said the whole, oh, she's 31. I was like, well, okay, well, Jan's 33. So let's settle down there, Joey. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Blanchfield thing, I, I remember watching that fight. That was a click. And that, to your point, that can be something hard to walk away from. I just go back to who do who are losses to before that? Oh, Shashenko, Thug yeah. Rose, Weili Zhang. Like, she was only losing to the best of the best. True. Um, so let me get you. So if Andraj wins this fight against Jan, where does she go from here in your opinion? She has to uh, fight. Jan or, Jan or Andraj? Andrade. Uh, she's going to be clawing back to get another shot at Blanchfield, who I think is going to fight Valentina next. And um, she's stuck at the top of the weight class, I think. You know what I mean? Like, there's Would no you call her a gatekeeper, if you would? No, because she's not that far down in the rankings, man. She's a contender keeper. Let's say that. She's a... Oh, oh, Joey got unplugged. Joey got unplugged, bro. Dude, unplugged. what do you, do you want to know what I just did? I poured a glass of bourbon and I put the microphone down to do it and I started talking into the glass. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not fucking kidding. I'm not embarrassed to say. Well, yeah, I am embarrassed to say. Okay. Be. To be clear, you should um, be. What was the last thing you heard? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, like <laughs> I heard the whiskey being poured. And then it just sounded like your headphones unplugged. I'm like, is he walking away from the microphone? What is he doing? Dude, I was talking into the whiskey glass. What are, how many brain cells are actually left? How many are actually left? I don't look to, to answer your question. Uh, 
I don't I, I don't think she's a gatekeeper. She's not that far down in the rankings to be a gatekeeper. I think she um, is going to kind of just fight at the top of the weight class and wait for young up and coming talent to try and make their championship run like Aaron Blanchfield. And I think they're going to all beat her. But she's just going to remain in the top three, top five. That's what I think, bro. That's what I think. I think you put a little bit too much uh, spice on the Blanchfield because I might, I, yeah, I might, I might be doing that. I because might be. you really like Blanchfield because Blanchfield made Molly McCann tap, and you hate, oh, you know hate me, Molly. McCann. You you know me so damn well, bro. You just cracked the code, and you're 100 percent right. I did. I also didn't know Molly McCann got another fight coming up here in July. Very excited. Yeah, for that. Who, who, who's she fighting? Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, Stolarenko. Oh, that's okay. a good fight. That's a good fight. Yeah, Stolarenko better not keep it on the feet, man. Because Molly throws no. bombs, dude. But that's be also fun. a fight. Like who, who's going home and who's got a UFC contract afterwards? Because that that's kind of like who wins this continues, who doesn't is probably going to be. Yeah. Seven. Fair enough, fair enough. But, yeah, fuck Molly McCann. Nice job, Blanchfield. And, uh, yeah, probably reading too much into that Blanchfield loss for Andrade. But I'm sticking to it, man. Pick is young. All right, let's talk about your boy, Gilbert Burns. Oh, no, listen, listen. I don't know if Gilbert's going to take this. I don't don't know if he's going to take this. I really don't. Uh, Bilal Muhammad, one of the most, um, yeah, probably one of the most hated Fighters on the roster is uh, rightfully so. Is, rightfully yeah, so. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. His style has so little to offer to UFC fans. Now, uh, with the wrestling background, I appreciate it, but I'm, you know, you got the he's got this kind of arrogance to him as well. Just not a likable, likable guy, in my opinion. Really not. Um, Gilbert Burns, the complete opposite. Lovable guy. How could you not love yourself, some Gilbert Burns? The dude has power in his hands. He can punch jujitsu off the charts. Uh, definitely doesn't have the wrestling that, that Bilal has, but I mean, I just, this, this makes me nervous, man. This fight and the next one, I don't have strong takes on, man. Um, you're not going to find me betting on this fight. You will not. I think this is a true coin flip. I think the odds are correct. Um, if I were to pick though, if I were to pick, I, I gotta go with Gilbert Burns only because, okay, he's extremely lethal with his, with his jujitsu. And he, I, I think on the feet, Gilbert Burns has a lot more power. I do. Uh, Bilal's just super dangerous, man, with his wrestling and control. He really is. And he's a dude's an athlete. He's good, man. As much as I hate him, he's fucking good. I can't bet this. I can't bet this at all. So I'm just going to watch it and hope Gilbert Burns wins. But I got, I got no takes, man. I am shocked. I, 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 I'm speechless by this. Um, to be clear, Gilbert Burns is your boy. No, he is. No, he is, dude. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, hey! You want to talk about boys and all that? Like Gilbert Burns is my boy. Oh yeah, dude. I forgot your business. You have no loyalty. Yeah, exactly. Right, you knew no where loyalty. I was going with that. No you knew exactly no where I was going. Right. It's just right. business, bro. It's business. Yeah. When people find me stabbed in the back alley of fucking Boston, you know about Joey? <laughs> Joey did it for fucking ten dollars. Um, fucking business. Yeah, just business. Yeah, all right. Um, I disagree. I, I disagree pretty strongly here. I think Gilbert wins this, and I think he wins it pretty easily. Um, All right, talk to me. Talk Bilal to me. Muhammad, look look at the schedule, okay? Um, I think Bilal gets a little bit too much credit for that Leon Edwards uh, no contest, the eye poke. Gross eye poke. Not saying, it, you mm-hmm. know, that eye poke haunted me in my dreams for a little bit. Um, but it's almost the equivalent of when Nate Diaz caught Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz saying, oh, I could be champ. Like, no, that that's wrong in my opinion. Bilal was losing that fight. And then the eye poke happened. 
Um, who is he beaten of name? Sean Brady sucks. Uh, no, Sean... so I, I, I don't agree with that. Uh, I don't you think Sean I, Brady's a good fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Brady doesn't suck. I, th- I think he's good. He's not, he's not great, but I, I think he's good. Uh, Vincent Luque is, is good. Vincent oh, Luque yeah. is good. Yeah. Stephen Thompson, good. So, I mean, he's, he's fought and beat some good dudes convincingly. Unanimous decisions against Luque and Thompson, that's good enough. Damian Maia, nah, he's washed up. He's like 42 when he fought him. Um, so, I mean, he's he's fought and beaten convincingly some good fighters. So we'll, we'll, we'll agree to disagree on the Brady fight. I don't think Brady's good. Luque, 100% great. Vince Luque is my boy. I'm a huge fan of him. Yep. Wonder Boy was good. Wonder Boy was not good at 39 or 40 years old when he fought Bilal Muhammad. Right? Uh... I mean, Wonder Boy. If you can beat Wonder Boy, um, then you belong at the top because Wonder Boy has become a bit of a gatekeeper. I agree, but he passed the test and got a unanimous decision over the gatekeeper. So he, he belongs, Blah Muhammad, at the top. Okay. So even saying all that, just go and look at Gilbert Burns' losses. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Mayev, yeah. Usman, and then you got to go back to fucking. Dan Hooker in 2018. Are we we counting anything from 2018? No, 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 no. No, it's 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 a fair point. Fine, but um, I th- where like I'm I, shocked I, you I, went I, was I the wrestling. Do you think Bilal can out wrestle Gilbert Burns? Wrestle, yeah, yeah. Really? I can out wrestle him? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But isn't um, there like a sizable? There's there's a big size difference. I mean, I, I know weight class, but isn't there a big size difference here, or am I making that up? Uh, you might be making that up. You think Gilbert is significantly larger? Yeah? Thought so, and maybe he just looks it, but I gotta. Well, I mean, so the thing is, yeah, uh, Bilal Muhammad, that's his thing, man. He wrestles, that's what he does. Uh, Gilbert Burns, however, when it comes to jujitsu and submission attempts, sure, he's got them for days, dude. He's the fucking best. Um, so I, I, it's gonna be interesting, man. Does Bilal make a mistake and Gilbert Burns catches him? Does Bilal try and keep it on the feet? And Gilbert Burns catches him. Look, I think Gilbert Burns is going to win. I just think, uh, I don't know, man. I think Bilal gets a lot of disrespect because of how much of a douchebag he is and how lame his style of fighting is. But the dude wins, man. He's good. So I, I feel, I feel like this is a trap, man. I feel it's a trap. It definitely could be. I think it's going to be a good fight. Don't get me wrong. I should, I retract it. This isn't like, oh, Gilbert Burns goes in and subs him in the first or second. This could be a good fight. Right. I just, I yeah. just think. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm much more heavy, heavier on the strength of schedule of Gilbert Burns. And I think that's going to pay yep. dividends here. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't even want to, I don't even want to argue it. I, I, I don't, cause I don't disagree with it. What I think everyone is sad about um, was the Charles Oliveira and Benal Dariush fight getting canceled for this yeah. one. Cause I do think that again, credit to Dana White because he doesn't get credit nor does he really deserve a lot in my opinion. Um, does deserve a, a lot of credit? Gr- Come on. This is a great replacement fight. It this is. isn't like let's throw something. This is like this is a great replacement fight. Um, it's still not Charles versus Dariush. I I, I think everyone yeah, I agree. is excited for that fight. Yep, I totally agree. Not a bad backup. Not a bad. They could have done so much worse than this. But dude, everyone was looking forward to that Dariush Oliveira fight. No doubt. So I realize we haven't done this yet on this show. How how confident are you? Like, would you say a shoey bet? For Bilal or no? No, no, confident. certainly not. Certainly okay. not. No, 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 no. Definitely okay. not. I'm going to be rooting for Gilbert, man. He could pull it off. I'm just saying it's, it's business, JP. From a betting standpoint, I got to walk away. Sorry, right. I, I got 
You know why I'm betting Gilbert Burns? I have uh, gloves signed by Gilbert Burns I got when I bought an NFT. So, uh, oh, you know, shit. Thing yeah, called, I think thing called loyalty. You know, when I, when I have something, I'm uh, loyal yes, to that person. Son of a bitch. All right, well, best of luck to Gilbert Burns. Um, Henry Cejudo, Triple C, the king of cringe, coming back at minus 110. A goddamn pick him. I think he might have moved to minus 120. Uh, JB and a few books out there, but he is going against Aljo Sterling. And this, I mean, from a from a betting standpoint, I can tell you with 100% certainty, it's going to depend on my results throughout the evening as to whether I get involved in this fight. And if I do get involved in this fight, it's going to be big on Henry Cejudo, bro. It's going to really? be. Big. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here's why. Here's why. I understand there's there's some reach disadvantage for Triple C coming in here. I understand that. Um, it's kind of what I said about Marina Rodriguez. When you got a fighter, when you got a dog, when you want to put your money on somebody in the cage, you want to make sure that that person is going to give everything they have, everything. And as far as being a competitor goes, there's no denying that Cejudo's got it. He is that dude, man. Olympic level, dethroning Mighty Mouse. like. The dude has that dog in him. Now, am I concerned with the time off walking away and coming back? Yeah, yeah I am. Admittedly, I am. Um, but this comes down to two things. One, me being a firm believer that Henry Cejudo is an elite level. Never mind the Olympic wrestling and all that. An elite competitor. It, it just, just fucking elite, dude. Um, and it's, the other thing is Aljo. You know how I feel about Aljamain Sterling. You know how I feel about him. Um, what is it? What? What is there to say? I give him credit uh, after embarrassing himself in that first fight with Peter Yan, completely embarrassing and memeizing, memeizing. I don't know if that's a word, but you know, just making a fool of himself after that. What was an illegal knee? He went back with Ray Longo, Marab, and the gang, and they put together a plan to beat Peter Yan. And whether it involved jumping body triangles and taking his back, whatever. He beat Peter Yan, fair and square, okay? Um, I'm not, uh, Aljamain, in my mind, he's a great, he's a great fighter. His, his, um, you know, his submissions are super lethal. Jiu-jitsu can be a problem. His striking, in my opinion, is garbage. And if you think that he's going to out-wrestle Henry Cejudo, you're fucking crazy. So I think Cejudo is going to go in there. Uh, as the better striker, as the better warrior, the better the competitor. The only thing is, is Aljo going to cook up some some bullshit and somehow catch him in something, which is very possible. But, dude, look, Triple C, I'm happy to see him back. I, my, The logic and, you know, reason in my brain want me to just watch this and enjoy it. But if I need to pull the trigger on this, depending on results of the night, I'm pulling it big on Triple C, bro. Um, I agree with you. I will only be betting this fight, depending if I am net positive going into the fight. Um, if I've had a bad night, we all know me, uh, specifically the last <laughs> pay-per-view, and I reach for the stars in the main card. Um, the main event. Main event, sorry. Um, yeah. my confidence isn't here, and here's why. Um, everything is telling me to bet Cejudo. Everything yeah. is telling me that he is the champ champ. Yeah, and the only reason he's not is because he decided to walk away. Right. Um, not gonna lie, that the layoff scares me. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, 
However, I have bet against Aljo a lot. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. I see where you're going. It's cost me. And it's like one of those things like, am I just not giving this guy the respect that he deserves? And it wasn't that for a very long time. Um, and I can still argue that I don't give him the respect because again, on the, on the Peter Yan thing, I understand your position on the illegal knee. There was an act Then he did beat Peter Yan in a split decision, but it, he won. I mean, I know it was a split. I think he I did. Think yeah. That I was the right, it was the right call. And then he fought TJ. This is the, when TJ Dillashaw's like, Oh, this was shoulder. the bullshit. Yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. didn't see this fight, but you told me about it, man. Wasn't that yeah. a fluke? Yeah. Yeah. This was a massive fluke. This, this is actually, I lost my fucking ass on this one. Cause that's, that was the Charles versus Islam fight. And I bet Charles, um, I had bet Dillashaw on this because again I hated I hated Aljo and like TJ's shoulder like popped out halfway through the first round. Okay. Um, well, go go even further back, JP. I remember that Corey Sanhagen fight with Aljo. It was yeah, he got caught in the first round, like in the first couple minutes. I mean, props to Aljo for catching him. I think it was another one of those things. If I remember, he like got a standing body triangle or something like that and choked him out. Okay, props. But you know, uh, he, dude, if you are going to Go at it with Triple C. It's going to be a war. That's what I think, man. That's what I think. And uh, Corey Sanhagen fight was not a war. He caught him in the first round. The Peter Yan fight, the first one, he was losing and was going to lose if he didn't pull the fucking Oscar bullshit, right? Second fight, fine. That, that, just to take a step back, that fight you will talk about to your grave. I it was I I, I uh, honest honest to God man because I went so big on him in the rematch on Peter Yan I went so big on Yan in that second fight oh, I'll never recover from that but like what wars has Aljo been in that's what I'm saying dude yeah. and when you look at the resume for Cejudo holy shit man I know it was a while ago but dude to beat Mighty Mouse and to beat Dillashaw in his well let's say prime or closer to his prime. Um, you know, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just not Aljo to me um, is not a warrior is not a warrior. And I think if you have him and Henry Cejudo in that same situation with Peter Jan, I think Cejudo handles, handles himself differently after that illegal knee. I think he handles himself differently. And I'll say that the illegal knee never would have happened because Cejudo wouldn't be gassed to the point where he can't stand on his own feet. I just think they're different levels of, of competition, man. That's all. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I'm just, um, and again, if I'm up positive um, in the night, I, I will join you in a Cejudo. Let's fucking go. Yeah, this, I this could be fun. This, this could be um, fun. Let's see how the night goes. If I'm down, I'm just going to sit and be like, you know what? I want to bet Cejudo. And if he wins, it's going to be like shit. If Aljo beats, just to be clear, though, if yeah. Aljo beats Cejudo, I'm gonna put respect on his name at that point. Yeah, he's he, he. Yeah, I'll shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. If this, yeah, if it happens, if it happens, even given the layoff, if he beats Henry Cejudo, I will shut the fuck up, and Aljo will go on to fight Sean O'Malley, beat Sean O'Malley, and then do whatever he wants. So yeah, all right, I'll put some respect on his name if that happens. And again, only concerns, right? We mentioned him. Time off for Cejudo, um, but that was his own wish. The right. reach, sure, get about sure, a sure. reach is a concern. Reach seven inch reach advantage is a huge concern. Um, How about age? Age, um, shape, right? The pictures of Henry Cejudo that UFC is putting on Instagram. That's Henry Cejudo three years ago. It's not Henry Cejudo today. I want to yeah. see what he looks at at the weigh-ins. He's been how he's he been, does at the weigh-ins. Yeah, he's been lifting weights, bro. He's been he's he's filled out a little bit, so he's not going to look, um, let's say, as cut. I don't think maybe a little more roly poly, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Did you see any of the press conference? No. He came out with these like 
dolls of like start like Aljo like sucking a binky, kicked it in the crowd. Then he had <laughs> then he had one of Sean O'Malley sucking a binky, kicked that. In the oh, he stabs an O'Malley already. Huh? And then See, he had one of Volk. A Volk. Yes. Ooh, so dude's got plans. So I love. From a from a fan perspective, I really want Cejudo to win because I would love to see a Cejudo Volk fight. I would love to see that. Oh damn! And dude, I miss the fucking antics, the character bullshit that Cejudo brings. Man, it's entertaining. It's fun. It is. It is. All right. Well, that's the card. That's the guy. It's gonna be a banger, brother. It's gonna be a banger. Oh, here is when. <laughs> here is when the curtain comes up and everything is revealed. I mean, it's been revealed. If you follow my picket, it's been revealed. Everyone saw it. Everyone saw Ooh. it. Um, yeah. Well, it was actually it was actually a little worse than I thought. At well, one yeah, because I, I, I tried to I tried to recover a little bit more and uh, did not happen. Did not happen. Um, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so when you have a negative, I'm just gonna call it 78 unit because I'm gonna round up um, <laughs> month. You get yourself in a little bit of a hole, I would yeah, say. A little bit. A little bit. Now. What I'm going to say, though, is if you scroll one line down, you got a 25.6 unit positive May. You got a tennis guy. You got a tennis guy. I got a tennis guy. I got a tennis guy. So if if this if this tennis guy pulls me out of this hole and I become break even because of tennis, you will start tailing the picks. OK, now that I get an updated view of the hole, I will absolutely start tailing each and every pick. I will take work off and block my calendar to watch tennis in the morning with you. If you climb out of this hole with assistance from your tennis guy, yeah, okay, way. okay. Um, gonna sound so pathetic. What I'm happy is is that if you net the two years together, I'm only a little bit down, and I know that's that's a, that's a bad way to look at things, <laughs> but uh, it, does, it does highlight your year last year, though. It does, you know? it does, it does highlight you know, it's a roller coaster, man. Just gotta hold on, it is, just grip it, it. Is. but it uh. You, you're staying positive. I don't know what to say. I had you, a had, good, you had a very yeah. good April. You had a very good April. I had a good April, man. I actually, you know, a lot of that had to do with NBA. Uh, I had a, actually some nice NHL picks there. Um, I, I laid off UFC pretty hard in April, and what do you know? I had a good month. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, I view April as the first month to legally bet uh, with some thought, not the panic parking lot bets on the New Hampshire border. Um, so I'm happy to see that result. March was obviously complete chaos, and I was lucky to make it out of that month positive. April is a good sign, man. April was a good sign. So let's see if I can keep it rolling because, you know, I was just bordering the plus a unit, minus a unit one month after another. So I feel like I'm broken free, and we're just uh, we're looking we're looking to the sky from here, bro. I like it. I like it. I'm, uh, I'm at the core center of the earth looking up at you right now, and uh, – <laughs> Telling you, I'm gonna call Elon Musk, get one of those rocket ships, and uh, you'll see me blowing by you with a tennis racket in hand at some point. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, bro. Stay positive, stay positive, or just try to get positive, just try to get even. <laughs> so, uh, again, going back to the loyalty thing, I, I gotta get some more friends here. So, uh, CES 73 Friday, May 13th, we will be in the Fuck, Joey. Where is this? Beverly, Massachusetts? Yeah, it's North in Beverly. Shore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where, uh, what what arena, but it's in it's Beverly. The North Shore Music Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, will Dale be there from Punchlist? I don't know. Time will tell. I hope so. I hope so. Tell. If not, we will be there. We will be sitting front row. Um, oh, I actually yeah. got a phone call that they had to change my tickets to the next section over because uh, the ring girls wanted to sit where my seats were. Oh, oh, oh. Well... 
Um, maybe, maybe could, could we sit next to the ring girls? Maybe, maybe, maybe. We can negotiate, man. Who the fuck? What are they? Why are they more important than us? Is our money not green, bro? Um, mine's negative green, and <laughs> yeah. okay, fair, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Mine, mine, mine's barely green. It's all right. They they might have uh they might have something on us there. And then I got two solo events here. Blink one eighty two at the Garden. Very excited for the show. You had no interest. I get it. Um, I was never a Blink guy, man. Never got into that. Even the drummer, man, Travis Barker. Um. Uh, okay, but what what is it? I feel like he's more of like a pop culture fucking. Dude now, than like now he is. But back in the day, he used to do those like little drum solos with random artists. I don't know. I think I think it's gonna be a good show. I think it's gonna be a good show. Maybe I just I don't know. Their, their voices were always so whiny, bro. I just didn't get into. I never got into it. You probably had someone like more positive and weren't loyal, I guess. So, um, uh, you're a son of a bitch, dude. I am. Like one eighty two sucks. How do you like that? <laughs> sucks. Okay. Okay. And then I'm gonna go to my first MMA event without Joey. Um, I know, dude. I, I'm looking for friends. If anyone wants to hang out, uh, Combat FC in Wilmington, Massachusetts, at the Shriners Auditorium, Friday, June. Oh, that's 16th. a blast! Those are fun, man. Those are fun. Yes, yes. Um, I will be remiss if I do not mention that there is a certain fighter who I am tracking at CES 73. Now, um, we have our boy Yuri. Yep. I don't know if he's fighting. He actually might be fighting. Next weekend no. or this weekend, but at a grappling event in uh, Mohegan Sun. I thought I read okay. something about that. Uh, Travis DeMarco, I think is his name, the Terminator. And Joe, you'll remember this guy. He was at the Combat FC fight, I believe, that we saw. And he had the Permian Panther Crab, number 45, Booby Miles. Oh, yeah. Was this the guy that fought when we were, like, waiting an hour to get beers? Yes, and he had the cigar and had that, like, epic, like, yeah, very charismatic post-fight speech. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can so follow this guy. He is going to be at CES. I've started following him. I've kind of been amping him up. Let's fucking go. You know, I know people get going when Boston Bruce Bad say, let's fucking go to you. Um, so if he's listening and he sees the boys, we'll be rooting for you. Uh, that's probably Absolutely. the only fighter that I know there other than William Knight. Um, William Knight, yes. so We'll see. We'll see. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. All right. You got any final thoughts? My only my only thought is we got to do this more often. We took. Uh, yeah. Yep. Too much, too much time off. I know life gets in the way. Uh, life was crazy between work, between everything. But uh, I think we're gonna, we're gonna go back to weekly. And yeah, no, no, it's gonna no, be a couple out. bumps in the road, but it's gonna go back to weekly. We are. And there were also some mediocre at best UFC cards over the past month, where you know maybe, maybe uh, we use that kind of as an excuse. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, JB, you know what it's about? It's about loyalty. <laughs> it's about loyalty to your audience, to the brand. It's about loyalty to, you know, everything that's important. Most importantly, friendship. All right. With that, with that speech, I want to leave you with um, nothing but positive vibes, uh, loyal vibes. Right. Uh, business is something that uh, is also very important, but it always comes secondary to loyalty. All right. I'm going to I'm going to leave you with that. And just for those people know, he has effectively canceled Boston Bruce Bats and we'll never do another episode. <laughs> he, has found, he has found another podcast where uh, they may be a dollar more positive. Um, and you bullshit. You draw down. your bullshit conclusions. All right. Let me have my moment. That was my monologue. And I, I feel like I, I'm going to close with that. All right. I will leave you with you stay positive and I will get positive. How about that? <laughs> All right, go talk to the tennis guy, JB. Tennis, I think his picks just just for those who want to follow him. 
Um, his picks are probably posted by now. So if you want to see what his picks are, and for some reason you don't want to follow him, my picket will be uploaded very shortly with those. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Be good, and I'll uh, see you next week. All right. Godspeed. Later, bro.